Good afternoon, Patriots. And today is Wednesday, December 21st in the year 2022. And the time is slipping away from us heading into that big moment. Christmas, you know, that one. Everyone, Everyone's looking forward to, I hope you've run over to Walmart and got your new big TVs. Hopefully you got your all your good stuff on Black Friday and fought the crowds and now you're ready to unveil the surprises. <laughs> Hopefully, it's just a good time with family, truthfully. Patriots, in all truth, this is also a good time to take care of your home. You know how passionate I am about our Constitution and especially the Second Amendment, but just as passionate about being responsible and protecting my family. I discovered the perfect way to train with your firearm in the comfort of your own home and continue to improve your skills. It's called iTarget Pro. And this system is a game changer for me. All I did was download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into my firearm, and start training. The system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. Right now, save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com. With the cost of ammo through the roof, this is the perfect solution for you. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. The offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you definitely need. Yeah, I think we all need it. That's a great family event to sit around the Christmas tree and use your laser pointer. Someone suggested yesterday it's a great way to tease the cat. It's also a great way to pretend like you're shooting ornaments. Pew, 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 pew. It's really good. iTargetPro, you want to check it out. All right, hey, patriots. <clears throat> yep, it's the crazy time again. But I think we've got something real positive on the horizon. It's how we might see the people united. What's next on the elite's playbook? After the economy crashes and wars pop up everywhere, we'll need something to unite the people. According to CIA documents, the plan is to fake an alien invasion using holographic technology. They will then introduce the Antichrist and create a one world religion. This is a picture of the Abrahamic family house being built in Abu Dhabi. It combines Christian, Muslim, and Jewish values. As you can see, there is a mosque, synagogue, and church. Their message will most likely be beamed directly into your head to eliminate any doubt. This voice of God technology was used on Iraqi soldiers to command them to drop their weapons. So, at least the future won't be boring. <laughs> no, it won't be. All I want for Christmas is my alien invasion. Oh, yes. That's exactly what I'm looking forward to. Like little green men coming out of spaceships flying from the sky as they blow up dams and everything else. Oh, my goodness. I'll tell you, you know, this doesn't get any crazier than it is, you would think. And then every time that we think that, we're proven wrong. We should know that by now, right? You know, when you literally have, like we talked about yesterday, Don Lemon trying to tell people that CNN is real news, you know you have a major problem. And then today you have Zelensky Mr. Man of the Year from Time Magazine standing in front of the Biden administration as he, as he gets an additional $1.85 billion. Oh, yeah. And of course, everybody's attention right now is on Maricopa County. Such an important event, changing the world. Uh, I'll tell you. I just, and then, you know, we also learned a great lesson this year. And that lesson was that when you start a crypto exchange worth $50 billion, don't get a girlfriend that looks like a gerbil that likes to have orgies with your buddies because apparently she has a tendency of losing $40 billion and it's not your fault. I love this world. This is great. Anybody have an extra $50 billion they want to slide over here so we can play around with that? 
I'll tell you. No accountability at all. I'm telling you right now. And I am telling you, one of my New Year's resolutions is to pray for people not to have girlfriends that look like gerbils. That's just it. Thank you, Bankman Freed. You have given us hope and inspiration into this new new year in ways we never could have imagined. And, of course, we know that the Twitter files have proven that the Department of Defense has been actively involved in doing psyops around the world, along with the FBI, the CIA. Gee, folks, it's almost like our government's gone bad. Time for us to do a little spiritual warfare. Let's raise our prayers. Let's get busy. Father, we thank you for this time we come together and we are just blessed with the opportunity to have some humor, the ability to laugh even in the darkness, and just to keep focus on what is most important. Within all of this, it is essential that we keep our eyes on Jesus and eyes on you, Father. And it isn't easy. I'll tell you, Lord, we, we love being here sometimes. And sometimes this feels like we are literally shoveling muck out of an overflowing pig trough. But that's okay because we know that in the greater walk of things, we are here to really be refined in the fires of faith. And we are doing just that. So, Father, we really open our hearts and our prayers this, this today for the families. There are so many people coming together right now in an amazing way. And in these are challenging times. They should not have been as challenging as they are. But unfortunately, in the game of politics, and the game of the world, things never go as easy as we would like. And in fact, I think that's the, one of the great lessons that we pray for people to settle in on is the world is really not as complicated as those would like us to believe. The constant infusion of hatred, division, and the insidious turning of truth has created such a quagmire of division and artificial division at that. So, Lord, we just begin our prayers today just with the prayers for unity and prayers for discernment, just to settle that down on people's hearts and to start realizing that this is a game that we've been thrust into, not by our hand but by theirs, by people that truly believe and enjoy the manipulation of humankind to the most devious ends, that they enjoy watching our misery, that they enjoy seeing us mill around as if we are cattle. And worse yet, Father, is they enjoy that ownership of us as they perceive, for they are truly the children and the product of the father of lies. So, Father, we just pray for the strengthening of our hearts and the diminishing of the crazy thoughts in the mind. The battlefield is truly being waged in our thoughts, and we have to be reminded again and again of the importance of staying centered in you, centered in our love and in Jesus, centered in our heart of all things. And so, Father, we pray for that strength. We pray for the strength, as in 1 Peter 4, 1, Christ suffered in the flesh, so arm yourself with the same purpose. So let us arm ourselves with the great purpose. And it is a point right now as we move forward to truly be strong in a time when the world seems to be shaking and falling and yet we need to also be reminded of the great victories. We've seen an amazing victory this week that came about through a, a man who was faced with an impossible mountain, a $500 billion lawsuit. And he came to you, you, he was brought before you, you brought him to his knees. 
And in turn, he humbled himself and he reached out to the many. Dr. Eric Naputi, he reached out to the many to ask for prayers. And in the prayers were answered. In a single moment in front of the judge, he had victory. A case that seemed like impossible, a, a mountain before him, a war that was being waged on he and his family. And yet he turned to the, his, he turned to the remnant. He turned to those who love and believe in Jesus and asked for prayers and prayers were delivered. Let us not forget the importance of prayers. And so, Father, on this day, we just pray for families right now. The children are the ones that are the greatest victims. And as we pray for families, we pray that the eyes of the nation will finally turn upon the children. In the vision that was shared with me, a dream by someone who was in Nevada County Church, the satellite church for glad tidings, the dream that she was compelled to share with me, I now echo those words here. When the eyes of the nation finally turn to focus on the children, the glory of the kingdom will rain down. Father, we pray for the eyes of the nation to finally turn upon the children and make it its singular focus. Let us always remember where this root is that we are. Let us put our focus on the most precious gift given. And in this season, when so much is being celebrated, let us put our focus, our love, and pour everything into the giving and nurturing of the children. There are so many doing without. There are so many being trafficked. There is so much disconnection from the reality in our world. The saddest part about this entire thing is people have become so consumed with just trying to get back to normal, they're forgetting that we are part of something much bigger. We have a greater responsibility here on earth than just ourselves, our wallet, our investments, our house, our car. Those are intrinsic. They have no meaning in, in heaven. Let us remember the parable of the young rich man. And the importance of being able to guess, cast things away, sell them all, and simply walking in the power and the love of kingdom. And to be able to have that commitment in this time. So, Father, in a season of giving, in a season of sharing, in a season of love, let us fight this enemy of darkness with those tools. Those tools of giving, the giving heart, that of a cheerful giver the tools of loving our neighbor, the tools of a forgiving heart and the relying on you, thrusting to you, passing off the burdens unto you to bring justice to this world. Father, in the darkness is where the light shines the brightest. And may the light shine most brightly on these days ahead. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Wherever you're at right now, whatever station in life you're at, whatever you're facing, remember to laugh a bit. I can't emphasize that enough. You know, the one thing that gets you through war and combat and craziness, and it's not always humor that's of good taste, but I will tell you it's humor nonetheless. There's times that you'll laugh at the craziest of things. So take some time. Don't take things on so heavy. Don't let them rot into your heart to generate anger. Don't go to bed angry. Let the righteousness well, but at the same time, give yourself a little bit of a break. On these days here, focus on the great things. This is a time that we can be 
making cookies and packing up packages and making pies. And, and if you're dealing with a stressful amount of family coming in, I understand. But let's try to f- pray for that, for everybody, that we find those avenues through that pathway, that discernment, to be able to turn the stress into joy, to walk in the love of Jesus and see every one of those moments as an opportunity to really change things. And that's important because there's a lot of heavy realities out here, realities that we are going to have to confront all the way through. So the current situation is this. If you have COVID and you end up in the hospital, you're put on a rigid protocol and there's high mortality rate in the hospital and your family is kept in the dark as to what's happening. So what's going on here? Number one, the CARES Act is providing bonus payments to hospitals whenever you have a diagnosis of COVID. And then number two, the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services is waiving patient rights. This is a deadly combination. So here's what happens. You get a payment because you offer a free COVID test in the emergency room. You get a boost payment if you have a diagnosis of COVID. Number three, you get another bonus payment if you are admitted with COVID. Number four, you get another bonus payment if you're put on remdesivir. Number five, another bonus payment if you're put on a mechanical ventilator. Number six, another 20% bonus if the diagnosis on your death certificate says COVID, even though you may not have died from COVID. And then number seven, there's bonus payments to coroners. Do you understand the gravity of what's happening right now? The Biden administration is... It's not just the Biden administration. It's the entire government. And so that's another thing that I think we need to really keep in perspective is that this isn't about politics or partisan politics. This is a bipartisan effect of people working together, this criminal cabal that we have that's working for the singular purpose to destroy humanity. This plan wasn't incubated overnight. The divisions that we're dealing with here were prepped for years. And so the tasks that we have ahead are not small. And it's requiring, as we've talked so many times, it's requiring for us to step into a place that often, I'll be very honest, it seems unequal and even to a certain degree unfair. But that's where our faith is so profound. Because we understand that we're, we're walking into something of a higher calling. And it's not easy. It's not something we desire. And we would like to be able to just kick back and forget it all, I think. But the bottom line is that God's got us here in this time, in this fight for very intentional reasons. And those that had the heart to see clearly and those who have the resolve and the spine to stand up to evil, that's the foundation of the great men and women of God. I mean, this world is crazy. And everything that goes on here is all by design to benefit the elite and always cause damage to others. Nord Stream pipeline, which, you know, was blown up mysteriously. Guess what's happened? Since it's been blown up, the US has done a load of gas deals with European nations. Wow, what an extraordinary coincidence. The US is set to double its gas exports to the UK under plans to clamp down on rising living costs by weaning Britain off Russian energy. That was always the intention, to just take over 
gas exports from Russia. Why take my word for it? You simply want to change the structure of energy dependence. You want to change that structure by blowing it up. For years, we've tried to get the Europeans to be interested in different That's Susan Rice. Groups. It's time to do that. You want to depend more on the North American energy platform, have pipelines that don't go through Ukraine and Russia. But there is a pipeline going through Ukraine and Russia. Not anymore, there isn't. If Russia invades, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. How will you do that? I promise you we'll be able to do it. So, nothing to worry about here then. Nothing at all. It's just another day in America. But for those of you that maybe need to have a little reminder of the real greatness of this day. And, you know, we started with iTarget Pro. Well, here's a good reason to get it practiced, but there's probably more to prepping. This guy's got a great idea, and I have to say I enjoy his perspective. I'm so ready for a home invasion. I almost want it. I do. I have a whole fantasy of a maniac in my house with an ax, and he can't figure out why nobody's home to kill. And then he goes to leave, and he just hears the windows and the doors lock in unison. And then over the intercom, he just hears. <laughs> you have chosen the wrong house, my son. Some houses are so easy to break into, but so difficult to leave. Welcome to the game, boy. Welcome to the game where the hunter becomes the hunted and only you can tell death to come back another day. Release the hounds. I tell you, could you imagine, like, your family comes over, and nobody's in there, in the house, and all of a sudden the door is locked and you have that playing over the head. Oh, those of you that came to the house for Christmas. <laughs> you thought you'd bring your liberal values here. <laughs> you cannot leave now. Welcome to the game. Welcome to the game. Oh, I think that'd be quite the, quite the welcoming place, right? <laughs> Patriots, I do hope you're having a good week. I truly do. These are good times. Hope you're celebrating with family. I hope, in, and if you aren't with family, then you do have a family. It's here and it's Bards Nation. And though it may not be in the physical, it is definitely in the digital. And there's a great activities going on and discussions on our Bards family room and in our prayer room. And I just, we pray for all of Bards Nation in this holiday right now as a time of, of spending some time with Jesus. I know that for some, and I, I'm being, I'm not being flippant in any way, and when my comments are being joyous, that this is, can be a difficult time, especially if you've suffered loss. And so we do pray for that, that we pray for the healing of the heart. These, uh, this is a difficult, it can be a difficult time, but I think it's also a place that we make choices, and choices to be able to realize that the gift of what we receive is also the gift of understanding the greater purpose of why we are here and the deeper love that Jesus can provide. A world that just keeps spinning and never seems to end in its insanity. And it will not stop, quite frankly. Unfortunately, as much as we would like it to, the reality is that this insanity will not stop until we finally get to the core and bottom of rooting out this evil. Remember, there is no left and right. That's completely made up. It's completely 
false. And if you have any doubt about that, just check this latest 1.7 trillion or 0.4 trillion omnibus bill. It's insanity. This is how things are. They see us as cattle. And that's something to remember because I have no intention of being somebody's cattle. And that's how they see us. So we have to be able to stand up with the resolve. We have to walk in this time with resolve in our hearts to be able to constantly and continually speak truth and elevate the truth and the, through the power of Jesus and the power of all that we do. Not an easy walk. And we didn't get here overnight and we're not going to get out of here overnight. And at the same time, we're facing what seems to be impending threats that seem so big that they are impossible to overcome. And so again, I point to the victory that happened on Monday. A mountain so big, $500 billion lawsuit that was defeated with the power of prayer, the trust in the Lord, and the honesty sitting before a judge that crushed it all. This is where we are. And together, as we work in unison in the body of Christ and in our love in Father, we will shake the foundations of evil and we will reign again as the great men and women of God. So patriots, I hope you have a very blessed day. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then, or until the next time, God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. 
We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist, we pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.